Previously on In The Moment. Feels like she's getting bogged down with these negative comments so much so that she goes into a corner. We, There's a different delivery. That's all I'm saying. I know. And we're not necessarily saying different things. I'm just taking into account that someone died. Yeah. So I know what emotions do oh. when you're tied into someone that you love and they die. Yeah. Yeah, the way I'm going to deliver that message to you is probably not going to be kind. I'm going to be honest. That's a death. But to, to wrap this up, what fucked me up about it wasn't even any of that. I happened to be watching a uh, Drink Champs interview mm-hmm. with Turk. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Turk. He used, to be with, um, he used to be with Hot Boys. And I watched it because I saw a clip where he was talking about how he used to fuck men in prison. No, Romeo, it's okay. Go ahead. No, no, no you can laugh. It's okay. No, it's okay because I just did that. Go ahead, you right? <laughs> it fucked you up. You wasn't ready. Now, <laughs> I'm just telling you how I got to the interview. Okay. And I saw the clip. Yeah. I started watching the interview, right? And so there was a uh, there was a song that came out back in the day. Uh, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. 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 Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. And it was, the song was, song was popping back then. And I remember it being such a big deal because they had all of the jewels. They were shining. They was flossing. And as I'm watching this interview, I looked at my phone because someone texted me about PNB. And I looked down. I said, damn, I realized he just got shot. And I was hoping he pulled through. And then after I finished reading all there was to read about it, I went back to the interview and in that moment, Turk was like, I got to tell you something. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Back in the day when we did the bling bling and everybody was hype about the jewelry, it was fake. Everybody was wearing Geneva watches, $35 watches. He wasn't saying that to stunt or to be funny. He was saying that to say we faked it until we could make it. Mm-hmm. Right? And no one knew that. And then the correlation hit me and it fucked me up because I'm like, look, see, the people in the street are killing over trying to rob people for jewelry because they're trying to do what they're seeing on TV. And look how often what they're seeing on TV is not even fucking real. Right. That man just died over the same exact thing that this man is on an interview saying wasn't even real. Y'all keep believing everything y'all see and hear. Who's next? All right, now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. Woo! No, you can't wait at that one. That was loud. That was in my ear. <laughs> um, maybe I'm not shit for this. You're not. I know. Okay. You look like that, bro. I'm trying. That, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I know normally you so used to me just saying shit on the spot. No, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I actually think before I talk. Nah, that's gonna fire. <laughs> I never, I never see you think. I know it's rare. You said every once in a while. No, I saw him get blue, stuck. I just think about some shit. I saw you, know you get stuck. I was I like, know, oh I'm shit, he's rebooting. I'm okay. I'm being human. Oh, he is human. No. So I think we have to normalize asking the people in your life whether it be family or friends, what do you want when you call me Yes. to talk about something? Yes. Yes. You want to talk Let's talk about this. My mother and I just created a rule, so yes. What's the rule? Um, The rule is if my mother calls me, because typically when she calls me, it's always at a bad time. It, I don't, it's always, 10% is going to be at a good time, majority of the time is at a bad time. So she said, when I call you, Give me a percentage of what you can handle and how long you're going to talk. Give me a 10% we can handle this or 20% this, 30%. Like she wants me to break it down in percentage how long our phone conversation is going to last based off of what 
my brain and my mental capacity can handle. I like that even more. That adds on to where I'm going. I think that's even an extension to it. So let's get to that, right? I'm just thinking in terms of I don't think people stop and think enough about who am I speaking to and how do they want me to help them? Yes. Like everyone is so quick to just jump in and give advice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't need advice. Some people make it about them. There are me too people, right? You call and you talk, you start talking about a situation you're going through. Oh, I've been through it too. I went, sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you call people and they'll start telling you about what God do. Sometimes you don't need that. Some of us know God. If I want to get to God, I'll go directly to God. Mm -hmm. I don't need a middleman. I'm coming to you because I need help from you. And too often in life, sometimes people just want to vent, right? Right. Sometimes you really don't want any advice because you can't give me any. Mm -hmm. You can't really help me. Like, have you ever been really frustrated, going through something, upset, feeling away, and you called somebody to vent, and whatever they said to you pissed you off more? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I shouldn't even call your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now you, you're even more frustrated. Yeah. And that's because not enough people take time to think about who am I talking to and what do they need. And if you're confused by it, then ask them. Because I'm the kind of person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. If I call you to vent, by the time I chose to do that, I don't need any advice. I just need you to listen. Mm. That simple. I think I I learned this lesson from Kristen, actually, where I think she said that with her husband, she has this rule of, like, do you want me to give you advice or do you want me just to listen? Right. Beautiful question. And I took that from her because I used to struggle with this with my girlfriend where, like, she will, like, start venting about certain things with, like, her mom or whatever. And, like, I would try to give her my opinion on it. And then I realized that my opinion wasn't helping. It was just making it worse. Yep. Exactly what you're saying. Like, yep. it would just frustrate her more. So then I started to realize. And it was it was vice versa, too, where, like, I just wanted to, like, go off on, like, whatever my frustration was for the day. Right? And, like, I don't like I don't need your opinion because I know you're not going to, like, understand what I'm going through right now. Like, I just need to let it out. I need to get this off. Pretty much. Right? And mm-hmm. so it's just, like, I started to, like, I remember I heard Kristen once said, like, me and my husband have this rule. Like, do you want advice or do you want me just to listen? And I took that and I was just like, that's something amazing to do. Like, it, First like, time you heard it. Yeah. Because like, it's just like sometimes people just, I just need an ear. You just need to get it yeah. off. That's it. Right? And, and Go ahead. Uh, and with me, it's to the point where I know my, my friends. So I have one best friend that I know if I want to go to vent and she'll just be a listening ear, I'm going to do it to her. I Like, like she's going to be my listening ear. And I, if I want to vent, I'm going to go to her. And we're just going to vent, and she's going to understand. Then I also have my other friend who's like, she goes through more than I do. Like, I know she's struggling. And what she goes through during her day-to-day is more than me. So then I'm going to reach out to her and say, hey, are you in a place to receive this? If not, girl, what's good with you? Like, I know which friend to talk to in in the scenario of how I'm feeling in that moment. And so many people don't take the time to figure out what their friends really need. In those moments. Exactly. So <laughs> I say this because I got a little snappy. Uh-oh. And to who? That's well, not important. Okay. 
But it was. <laughs> not you asking questions. <laughs> That's a good question. That's what I would have did. Not, too. It's, not, it's really not important. <laughs> no, nah, because sometimes you know how you in a moment and something happens, and when you look back at it, you're like, okay, that was a teaching moment. But because I was such in a place, I wasn't really in a place to teach, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people mean well. Right. When they are trying to put the gospel on you, when they are what God would do. And that's never a bad thing. However, there are people who rely on that just a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Some of us know God, right? Like we know what God going to do at the end of the day. Right. Like I know I got this. Right. I know I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the worst thing in the world when you go to one of your friends or your family members and you lay out everything you're going through. And you know they can't really understand because they're not in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they say to you, you got this. Your fa- <laughs> you, I, 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 I wait. can't. There's nothing I can do with that. I can't do it. No, no I know shit. I got it. No shit. Oh, you dug deep for that. Oh, you already won. I, I didn't think about that. Right? Fuck. Like, it's yeah. times in life when you go to somebody that you love and you might just need $20. Yeah. Yo, I need a place to sleep. Yo, you already won. You Yo, got it, my dude. What the fuck that got to do with this $20? Like, sometimes it's almost better to just listen than to try to come in and tell somebody... Y'all don't worry about it. You good. Mm-hmm. It's not helping me. If you can't dig really deep to find something that is tangible, that is genuinely going to help me, then sometimes it's better to just listen. Absolutely. I've gone through this with my friends, and I feel bad because I feel like maybe I didn't ask them up front, are you in a place to receive what I want to say? Yeah. And I just go off Yeah. without thinking, you know, and, and not taking their feelings into consideration. But once I know that you're in a place to receive this, I just need you to listen. I don't want to hear anything you got to say. Just listen to what I want to vent about. Like, just let me vent. That's why we got to I don't want a solution it. or anything. Just let me vent and be like, girl, all right. You know. That's it. Like, I, you know what I mean? And if you can't normalize it when you're in the moment because you're going through it. And you might say it in a way that's offensive to the person that you are trying to give this information to. So that's why I'm saying it should be normalized on the receiving end of what do you want me to do with this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want me to just listen? I'm here. Right. You want yeah. me to dig deep and try to find something for you? I'm there too. Like whatever you need. But too often in life, I feel like sometimes, like I was telling Romeo earlier, if you truly are trying to get to the top of whatever your craft is, it's a lonely road. It's dark and it's lonely. There's a reason that not everybody gets there. Because not everybody can relate. Not everybody can deal with it. And you're going to get to a point sometime in your life when you look around you and you start to realize that your support system can't support you. Because they just have no idea. Right. And they'll do the best they can. But when you go to them and you need to vent and you're getting off shit that's like, this is what I'm dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And they look at you and go, hey, man, God got you. It starts to become offensive. Would you? Because that's all you can offer? I know that. Right. What else like, is there? I know Jesus has my back. That's how I He's got to this point. He's been there with me. I'm the aware whole, of that the whole time. Since I was born. When I want to go find Jesus, I'm going to go directly to the source. Right, and right. I'm going to call you and He's ask on you the if you got line. his number. He's on the main line. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but, everybody got his number. Would you guys be offended? Like, if you're going off on your friend, right? And, and your friend tells you, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't know what to say. 
Right? So I feel like, because there's a lot of times where I feel like I've had friends or like even my girl just go off on, on certain situations. And I'm just like, I don't, I truly do not know what to say. So my best thing that I can do is just straight up just say, I don't know what to tell you right now. I wouldn't say it that way. Because that might piss me off too. I ain't gonna no, 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 no. That's how you Yo, say it. I don't know what to like, tell you. I don't know what the fuck to tell Yo, you. I'll never call you but again. But you got to go fucking figure out yourself. Like, that's how you say it? How, how, do, you, you? how do you no, pr- I just, approach it? I, it's just more like, a, um, like I, 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 I truly just say, I don't know what to say right now. If you genuinely... Like, I don't... Like, and so I don't mean it in a rude way. No. Like, it's just straight up like, I just don't know what... If I you don't it's know exactly what to say, you can't Because help. if I say something, and it's exactly what you're saying, like, I could say something that I think it's right... But in that moment, for you, it might not be the one, the thing you want to hear. This is so, exactly why we're having this conversation. Exactly. So you it's know gonna, what you do? Uh huh. Listen. Right. But you don't say like if it's me. But if because I'm looking at it from the point if you tell me that, bro. But if you tell me like I don't know what to say, and I I will respond with it's okay. I just want you to listen. That's literally that will be my response. But don't say yo. I don't know what to say. Say do you want me to just listen or do you are you looking for me to help? Or, okay. or has how I say it is, what do you need from me right now in this moment? Do you want to just mm. vent? Like, what do you need from me? And then if they say, now nah, I'm looking for you to help and you genuinely can't, that's when. Hang up. Put it on airplane mode. Exactly that. <laughs> okay, no. That's never do yo, that with I, a woman. Yo, it's breaking up. <laughs> never <laughs> do that with a woman. Nah, she it, will nah. cut you. She nah, will Katie, find you. It's breaking up. I'm losing no. service. All right. And that's in person. No, you right there with her. <laughs> Right. I'm going through a tunnel. No. All right, nah, nah, nah. Ask what she wants. Okay. And if she wants you to help and you can't help, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. You let her know that. Yo, okay. I really don't know what to tell you, but what I can tell you is I know this about you. And I know that you've been in these situations before. And I know that you had that. And I love you because you that kind of person. I, you know what I mean? Then you start, that's when you give the locker room speech. Mm. But you know what I mean? That's when you, like, if you love this person, if you know this person, they come and go in. Like, I can't stand that about some of my supporters. I'm going to be honest. Some of my supporters, I mean family and friends. If they come to me for advice, what? Y'all ever seen any given Sunday? Yes. Like, I'm that. I'm Al Pacino. Mm. But when I go to them for advice, it's like, hey, man, God got this. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't worry <laughs> about it. Because I could have went to Instagram and got that from these false prophets that's going viral every day, having a brother smear uh, saliva on their face. And oh, then, yeah, all right, yeah. I said too much. All right, don't worry about it. Who's next? Note of the week, ladies, a lot of y'all legs are nasty. Give me a second to explain. <laughs> Look, at, Look at the women in the room. I know. They're ready to They're fly off, boy. Like, hold on. Can I say why first? <laughs> Look, Katie passing the mic. The fact that Katie's whole life. I thought your ass was broken. How your leg on the desk? Yo, facts. Katie, man, flexible for a broken tailbone. Yo, yo, I will endure some pain for this. Why is your leg behind your neck? Nasty ass As we're potting. Yo, she couldn't even bend down three minutes ago. She said she was half-ass cheeks on the toilet. She Paul Pierce in the playoffs, yo. You not hurt like that. It actually hurts. I'm not going to so I saw this I saw this video go viral where this woman cleaned a seat on the airplane. Did y'all see this? You no. saw this? You didn't see this? No. Yo, so she took uh, you know, one of them little wipes or whatever that gets all of the germs and the bacteria off the seat. Mm-hmm. And then she put it in a petri dish. And well, it was disgusting. It was the most disgusting shit I've ever seen. It was pretty bad, right? It was sick. Like it would literally make you never want to sit. On an airplane seat again. Fucking filthy. Most people obviously don't clean this. I'm not going to front. I clean everything around. Like I clean the tray. I clean the... I never clean the seat though. Mm. So the seat is disgusting. But then somebody took her tweet and then they retweeted it. 
And they was like, think about how many women actually sit on these seats with shorts. And then you also get into other people's cars when you're doing lifts, when you're doing Ubers. You do this when you on the couch, in the club, in lounges. All of these seats are fucking disgusting. And most of the time, women have shorts on. So his point was, Mm. ladies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's up with y'all legs, yo? Nasty. Katie, defend this. I I can't. It hurts when it back down. (laughs) Are you serious? No, that's the thing. Oh, my God. You ever think about this when you wearing shorts? No, and you I'm, getting in lifts, you getting in Ubers, and you sitting on the couch in the club, and you on the airplane. Yo, you putting your bare legs on these nasty ass, disgusting ass seats. No. Okay. Um. All right. So I'll fight say back. For me, when it comes to travel, air travel, I don't wear shorts. I come with Lysol wipes. I actually wipe down the entire seat, the head, the headset part. Shout out to you, the queen. Round of applause for the queen. See? She, so you know what time it was. This ain't news to you. No, it's not. Okay. Honestly, I want to say before the pandemic when it was like a video of Naomi Campbell and she would I remember come that. masked up and everything. And I was like, I remember that. she's not that far off. It makes sense. Thousands of people sit in the same seat. You don't know if they wash before they get on a flight. So for me, I don't, I never do I don't do shorts. Not in the club either. Well, yeah, the club the club is different. You but... sit on them couches. Nasty. 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 The category is airplanes. That's what we're talking. Listen, about. Oh. listen. Oh. 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 We're talking about every couch. No, it's not. It's let me finish. Let me finish. Indeed, talking about all the seats. But yeah. as far, like, I really honestly didn't think of it like that. But as far as air travel, oh, definitely. And then when it comes to, like, the no no socks on, I don't understand how you walk barefoot. I don't understand how yeah, people nasty. go to the airport with no socks. With no that socks. is the most disgusting thing. In the- yes, what? bro. I've seen so many people show up in, like, like yeah. no socks. Not even socks. Like, at least wear fucking socks. Romeo, who? Who you saw? You know. No, I don't. Who? All right. Say less. <laughs> nah. I want to say. Give your name. Uh, Morgan. My name is Morgan. That is Morgan. Y'all heard from Morgan about her legs. She don't play that on the airplane. Katie, pass to the mic. Pass the mic back to Katie, please. Skirt. Yeah, now why you be having shorts on no, on the no, airplane? Because no, no. I saw hey, your hey, ass. Hey, yeah, go ahead. Hey, now nah, hey, go ahead, Katie. Nasty hey, woman. <laughs> Morgan no, no, no. can't save you. Yeah, nasty woman. Yeah. One thing I'm going to have Yo, your back is... legs are disgusting. Ugh. Yo, don't say that and when they're my they're hairy too. She said she shaves like she once, a, once a year. Either. She no, can't look because her ass broke. First of all. So she can't even wash her legs right now. bend over. First of all, Romeo, fuck you because I said I barely shaved my legs. Everything else is shaved. Uh, bald bitch. Mm. Uh, mm. Okay, mm. so I don't think I get it. outside of that, <laughs> yeah. outside of that, yeah, I keep a bottle of Germex. So like, if I do, like, I'll have Germex on me. But you don't like, pour it on the seat like Naomi Campbell did. No, you can pour it on your thighs though a little bit. Oh, after, or before, or after. When you leave, that's what you do. Germs. And then you, you go sit on her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, germs on that seat too. Romeo, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ella Now, you be wearing hoochie daddy shorts, too, though. You exactly. ain't like, you know what I mean? You, yes, but I yes. do believe that those germs could be beneficial to you. Okay, so you initially. The ones in the strip club, the, the ones on the airplane, which ones? All of them. You like all the germs. Yeah, yeah. So no, because, because, around, because it's, 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 it's exactly, it's proven that homeless people don't get as sick 
because they are exposed to hella bacteria, hella Earlier. germs. Did Family Feud survey those 100 people? Yes. Survey says. All right. Moving on. Who's next? All right. Relationship advice. Yo, you can't love somebody's all-star game. Here's what I mean by that. I talk to a lot of yeah, people who are in relationships. Mm -hmm. And they always tell me about how they love certain things about the person they're with, but they don't love other things. And they say this as if it's not a normal relationship. So that they don't love them as a whole. They exactly. They don't accept them And I feel like some people don't realize that that's literally everybody, which is why the whole 80-20 rule was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to always get 100. You're probably never going to get 100. I don't even know if that exists. It I don't even know if 80-20 is real, right? It might be 60-40. It might be 70-30. Whatever it is, you can't just love all of the best of somebody and get through an entire season. You have to love the games when they don't bowl. You have to love the seasons when they don't make the all-star team. Or there's no love at all. I hit you with that one? No, I was just thinking about the Cowboys when you said that. That's good because we're getting it. <laughs> and before I get out of that, I just want to check the temperature. I was talking about this on JMO. Mm -hmm. Are we at a place in life yet where we can finally admit that if you are going to date, marry, or sleep with an athlete or a really high-profile man, you are willing to accept that he's going to cheat on you? Look at the women. <laughs> That's why she, I did this. Look the at the fuck? women. You see? It? Is hey, it? I love Morgan, it. Hey, 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 you <laughs> Because nah, Katie brought mad women in her up now. Yes, Katie. Let's talk about it. So basically the question is, if a woman is dating a man that's of high status, she has to come to terms with the fact that he may cheat. Okay, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying she has to. Mm -hmm. It's your choice. You can do whatever you choose to do. You don't have to come to terms with it. You can run around and believe that, that your situation is different, right? Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, if you are paying attention to what we have seen over the years, if we're being honest, I would go as far as to say 90% of the time, when a woman has decided to date a very high-profile man, there are a lot of women who date for money. That's not every woman. Some women date on, I just want, I want a good guy. I don't, I don't care what you make. But if yes. you're a woman who's looking for money and you find a guy with money, and by high-profile, I'm talking about top 3% in the world, maybe even top 2 top 1%, right? We're talking about athletes. We're talking about actors. We're talking about men that are multimillionaires. And there's always this shock factor when you get everything that comes with that. You don't have to work. You get the business. You get the bag. You get to travel the world. You can do whatever you want. You get the chef. You get the help. You get all that. It's lovely. But then it's like a shock when you discover that all of those years he was on the road, running from all of the most beautiful women in the world, all of those years that he was literally trying to dodge the sacrifices, and I'm not saying it's right what he's doing. Not at all saying that. And I'm not saying that he should do it. What I'm saying is, if we're focused on the reality of it, are we ever going to get to a point where we are willing to accept that as much as you accept all of the good that comes with dating a man in that position, you should kind of also be willing to accept that there also may be a little bit of bad, which typically is cheating. Okay. That I can understand if women are going to come to terms with it eventually, I think it all depends on the woman and what their relationship is. If she's comfortable with just being, you know, the stay-at-home, you know, wife or girlfriend, and she's fine with getting all the perks that comes out of a high-status man, 
and she doesn't mind him going off only when he's away or if she knows while he's back home if he's doing whatever he's doing. I'm not sure. Like I said, it all depends on the woman. Or I'll speak for myself. If I get into a position of being with a man of high status, I wouldn't want that simply because I feel like I you wouldn't want me to do that to you. Because for, and let's be honest, most men, some men, let me not speak for everybody, men can do certain things, but when a woman does the same thing, they have an opposite reaction to it. Or they feel a certain type of way. They feel like, oh, why would she step out on me? Why would she do this? But if the man does it, then it's fine. So it's all up to their comfortability, I guess. I mean, I, I don't like to speak in general terms, so it's mm-hmm. difficult for me to respond to that because I don't I don't like the whole men-women thing. I, yeah. I think everybody's different. Mm-hmm. I guess there are men who would feel that way. Me, personally, I wouldn't. If I were dating a high-profile woman and I was in a situation where it's like uh, she's Nicki Minaj and I'm some petty guy... See what I did there? Give it to me. Come on. Come on. Come on. I I caught it. I wouldn't be shocked if I found out that on her journeys, something went down. That wouldn't blow my mind. That doesn't mean I'm going to stand by and accept it, but I wouldn't be surprised either. No, no, no. Of course you wouldn't be shocked. But however, you you, you were in the 3% that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. You're that man on that pedestal. Mm -hmm. Would you want your woman to accept that? If that's the shit that you're going to do, are you going to go and treat her like that? Treat her like dirt, basically? No. Hard for me to say. And I'll tell you why. Um, I had a conversation once with two older women who I respect dearly. And they're older. And they told me one day that they wanted to do a podcast and speak to women. This is their words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Where they felt like if you're going to be in that life, especially, like if you're going to date high-profile men, we're not mm-hmm. talking about the average guy. We're yeah, talking about we know. those guys, right? Them. Once you hit your 40s, you come to the realization 90% of them are going to cheat. <laughs> you may not want to accept it, right. and most women are going to laugh at it and go, ah. and they said they used to do all of the same things when they was in their 20s and their 30s. They got to their 40s, and they realized it was more about who's going to do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. And the first time I heard it, I thought, Damn, for real? Y'all accept that? And then I actually listened. And they were like, no, you can be the hard-headed woman who feels like, not me. Watch what happens. Or you can be the woman who understands that's a part of the game. They said, just don't embarrass me. I don't want to know. Don't have people asking questions. If you can do it respectfully, I'll (laughs) take that man over the man who I believe is not going to do it because that typically doesn't exist. That's what they say, no. and I respect and it. I, I get it because at a certain age, you believe that monogamy is non-existent for a man of a certain class. That's I, my whole point. Here's the thing. I know. I get what you're saying. I just hate that women give up themselves to a certain age. They reach a certain age, and they're like, you know what? Monogamy, it is what it is. It doesn't exist with the man of my dreams. So, therefore, you accept it and you let the man of your dreams go and do whatever dirt he wants, regardless of what you're doing. My thing is, if you're going to do that dirt, do it equally. 